Every season has a special feeling. Spring is the time of new beginnings. Ideas are formed, seeds are planted, plants and animals wake up from their long winter nap. Summer is full of activity. For some, it's a time to play. It's also a time to tend to gardens, lawns, and dwellings. Autumn brings in the harvest of all the good things that were planted in the spring, tended to in the summer, and soon to be stored for winter. Winter is a time to rest, a time to reflect on the past, and a time to ponder what new things the spring might bring as the cycle of life continues. Our story starts in the middle of autumn, in a home that a very, very good friend of mine came to know, especially the dogs that live there. The youngest dog, Crikey, is just five months old and just growing into his paws. You might say that Crikey is in the spring of his youth, full of wonder and mischief. Bindi is four years old, quite agile, quick, and clever. Bindi is in the summer of her years. Then there is Bizzo, our 14-year-old matriarch, who's enjoying the winter of her life and has literally seen it all including my very special friend, whose unusual story you are about to hear. Shall we begin? Bindi and Crikey were running around the house playing keep away with an old toy. They were jumping on each other, taking turns grabbing the ragged toy and running room to room in fast pursuit. Bizzo was lying on the big wool rug in what the two-leggers called a living room. She listened quietly to the chaos of the two younger dogs as they scampered wildly on the hardwood floor, nails clicking in their yips and growls, playful and innocent. Bizzo thought about when she would frolic that same way with her mother and brother years before they both crossed over the rainbow bridge. Her doggy lips curled up as she reflected on this sweet memory with her eyes closed. Her contentment came to an abrupt end as Crikey, just five months old, pounced on her with his full weight. Play with this, Bizzo! yipped Crikey as his puppy tongue laughingly hung out. Four-year-old Bindi stood behind him, a ragged toy hanging limply from her mouth. Uh-oh, Crikey, that was not cool, warned Bindi as she realized they were about to get a scolding, or in this case, a stern barking. Bizzo let out a raspy, woof, woof. You two are a little too wound up. Now the two-leggers are going to come in and we are all going to get in trouble. Why don't you ever want to play with us, complained Crikey. Bizzo licked Crikey's ear. Well, I used to play like that all the time, but it doesn't feel good to run anymore. I prefer to relax and think of when I could run and jump and chase my mommy and brother. Bizzo thought about the years that had passed and her life as it was now. I still like to go on walks, and I love the treats the two-leggers give us. And believe it or not... 
I like it when we are all outside, and you and Bindi chase each other, and I cheerfully woof encouragement instead of joining in. But I do not appreciate being pounced on. I discovered that a while ago, Bindi said matter-of-factly. But you did play more with me when I was Crikey's age. Yes, I did. I was younger then. Bizzo relaxed into the wool rug, and her eyes softened on her two companions. Have you noticed that the air smells different outside? It feels cooler, and the trees are starting to drop their leaves. Yeah! I love to grab them just before they hit the ground and shred them. I prefer to get the small sticks and chew on them in front of you. Well, I am pretty good at grabbing them away from you. Duh! I do that on purpose so you'll chase me. Then we can play tug. Bindi grinned. <laughs> okay, okay. It's going to get colder, and the trees are going to drop all their leaves, except for the ones that stay green all year. Yeah, those are the ones with the sticky needle leaves. I hate those. They get in my fur, and then a two-legger combs them out, and it hurts. Bindi's a big sissy. Bindi's a big sissy. I am not. You just wait till it happens to you. It will this year. Count on it. Is that true, Bizzo? Will they stick to me? Well, they certainly can, Crikey. You have to be careful. But the fun thing that happens is the water that falls from the sky will become fluffy white flakes. And sometimes the fluffy white flakes get so thick that they cover the ground. Crikey's eyes widened in both disbelief and wonder. Really? Yes, Crikey. Oh, it's really fun to roll in it. It even tastes good. Sometimes it gets stuck in between your toes like little balls. The two-leggers call it ice. It kind of hurts, but when you go inside, the ice turns back into water, and then you can make paw print art all over the house. That's the best part. Bizzo nodded in agreement. You'll notice that your fur will get thicker, too. I remember that. Then when it got warm, it all fell out, and I itched and scratched for <laughs> days. Well, guess what? When the white flakes begin to happen, the two-leggers will start putting bright, shiny things in and around the house. Now, it's very important not to disturb those things. Cougar, the yellow cat that also lived with them but was outside more than inside, happened to be listening from his favorite chair, undetected. Oh, yeah. They will bring in a small sticky tree with the pointy leaves and put what looks like toys hanging all over it. Well, they are not toys. I climbed halfway up to bat at what I assumed was a bird, and they screamed at me and pulled me off the tree. Oh, it was awful. I did manage to compose myself after they gave me a cloth mouse stuffed with catnip. But trust me, do not disturb the bright, shiny things the two-leggers bring into the house. Cougar tucked his chin under his paws and curled back up in the chair. Wow! I can't wait to see this! Cocking his head, Crikey had his first moment of youthful hesitation. It was something Crikey hadn't experienced, because he thought of himself as clever and fearless. Wait a minute. 
Are you all joking with me because I'm a puppy? No, it's true. I remember this happening. Well, not Cougar in the sticky tree, but but it's all true. And there are new smells in the food room that only happen at this time. Sweet smells. One of the two-leggers seems to be in there more often than usual, making all kinds of tasty things. Bizzo taught me to spend more time in that room and wait for delicious bits of food to drop on the floor. Sometimes the two-legger even gives us a taste of whatever it is. Oh, it's nothing like our day-to-day kibble. Wow, I'm just drooling thinking about it. Bizzo licked her lips. Mmm, yes, I'm drooling thinking of it too, Bindi. The two younger dogs were completely engaged with Bizzo's story. You will also notice more two-leggers coming to visit, even small two-leggers. There will be lots of laughing and eating, so pay attention to the floor. One of them brings a box that they squeeze back and forth and push its buttons with their paws. It makes a funny sound, and they all howl along with it. It's rather pleasant, and I like to join in, too. Oh! Bizzo's eyes began to light up. Then, on one single night, when the two-leggers go to sleep, something else very special happens. A strange, magical two-legger comes to visit all the animals. All the animals everywhere, in homes, in barns, and even the animals that live outside, like birds and squirrels and chipmunks. She can change size. She can appear and disappear. And she can speak all the languages of the animals. Bindi looked confused. I don't remember seeing anything like that. Who is she? It is very, very rare to see her. But the last time that the ground turned into the white fluff, I did see her, and she spoke to me. She told me that her name is Aunt Elfie. Bindi and Crikey were frozen, their eyes like pies with mouths agape. Aunt Elfie lives in a place called North Pole, with many others similar to her. The others make toys for the small two-leggers, and once a year, a big round two-legger with white fur on his face delivers the toys to them on this special night. Aunt Elfie is in charge of delivering special toys and food to all the animals. Bindi excitedly shook the ragged toy that she and Crikey had been playing with. Wait a minute! this toy the last time the ground was white. It was wrapped in something like what is on the roll in the room where the two-leggers brush their fur and their teeth. I had to tear it off. Did Aunt Elfie bring this? Yes, and if you remember, we received special treats, too. Tell us more! more. Yeah, yeah, more, more! Because Aunt Elfie speaks all of the languages of all the animals, I could understand everything she said, and not just bits and pieces like from the two-leggers. She told me that there is much more to see than what we know of in our backyard. 
even bigger than the places we travel to in the small house on wheels that rumbles. Bigger than the big yard where we play with some of our friends? Mm-hmm. Even bigger than the giant house where two-leggers bring their animals to get food and toys? Yes, indeed. Aunt Elfie told me the place where we live is called Earth. And then she said something that really amazed me. Earth is so big that it would be impossible to see everything and meet everyone who lives here. And yet, on that special night, she brings us toys and treats. She brings apples, carrots, and sweet feed to the barn animals, and nuts and seeds to the birds and wild animals that live in the yard. And the reason is to remind all living creatures, including the two-leggers, to be kind, and that we can all live in harmony on Earth. Bindi and Crikey were quiet. Then Bindi cocked her head and asked gently, Bizzo, why didn't I see Aunt Elfie? Bizzo looked up and smiled a gentle, patient smile. Well, my young friend, you are not old enough to see her. Yet. Bizzo's Holiday Secret was written and produced by Bonzer Productions, starring the voices of John Polk, Diane Wasnock, and Barb Polk, recorded at Big Bear Studios. Editing and sound design by John Polk. Music from Envato's Audio Jungle. Original cello and violin music by LaTanya Peoples. Artwork by Karen Gersh. Copyright Bonzer Productions 2022.